Welcome to the Runpreneur Podcast with me, your host, Sierra Carter. Where Welcome to the Runpreneur Podcast with me, your host, Sierra Carter, where you're listening to the number one podcast that will help you increase your energy and run your life. Let's go. All right, guys, welcome to another day, another beautiful day here on the Runpreneur Podcast. Today, I've got a special guest for you. Her name is Cynthia Sundin, and she's one of my closest friends, definitely a lifesaver at all costs. And she's here. We're going to be discussing and talking about kind of the craziness behind being busy between work and school and also trying to stay healthy because that's what this podcast is about it's about trying to increase your energy levels when you have no time when you have no energy and trying to just define that complete balance in life without losing your mind or losing your health so that's what she's going to be on here talking about today and real quick i just want to go back before we get started to last week's podcast and with the guest we had on with the zen saw uh, heat recovery socks. So last week we had we went into that interview. I want to give a shout out to everybody who's on the pre-order list. They are going to be starting to ship those out pretty soon. So that's exciting. You'll be getting your own heat recovery sock as soon as possible. Now, getting into today's podcast, I want to let Cynthia introduce herself because she definitely is one busy lady and she's holding herself together absolutely incredibly and she has a lot of tips and tricks on how she's doing this especially during the worldwide pandemic. Cynthia go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you for having me Sierra and uh, thank you for allowing me to explain my whole situation. <laughs> um, so I am a full-time professional and I'm also a uh, student getting my master's degree um, <laughs> that's, that's a lot sometimes and working from home, it's really difficult. I, I keep thinking where I would be if, if we weren't in this situation, like the different physical things that I want to do. I, I want to go to your classes, but unfortunately COVID's helped me back throughout this past year. And, um, yeah, so it, it's a, a juggling game. <laughs> no, it's definitely been one of those things and it's, it's hit you hard. And what I've noticed, you've definitely overcome it. So when the pandemic happened, I know you and I, we were working out regularly. Now, of course, nobody knew what was going on. But you started working from home pretty early on. And I know I had to ask you about this. At the time, were you in classes? Were you already enrolled in your master's or had you not started classes yet for, during this so, pandemic? How did that happen? Crazy. What's that timeline? I don't, I, I knew, I think it was mid-March, so like pretty close to a year ago, um, I had filed um, four classes and I was like in the midst of taking them and I made the decision to go ahead and do virtual classes, which if I had not done that, I think that that would have been such a leap to go from uh, in-person proctored classes to online because that, that format's entirely different. So I chose that and then like COVID hit and we all started working from home. And I remember they said that, oh, it'll be a few months. And I, I didn't really know what to expect. 
I I mean, a year later, I think today is one of the anniversaries of the year, the day we started freaking out a year ago. I don't think anybody knew what to expect. I know a lot of people say, oh, well, it's two weeks to slow the spread one year later. But I know everybody, everybody agrees with me on that one. But looking back at it, so first off, where do you work and how demanding is your job? Like what kind of hours are you working with your job? And on top of that, what did you slide into with your master's degree? What kind of hours were you looking at when you started working on your master's degree and with your job and trying to balance so, it? I work at a local defense contractor and um, we have to log a certain amount of hours. So it's a little bit more than the, the average workload. So I work about nine hours uh, every day. Um, <laughs> and I, I get every other Friday off, which is really wonderful. But I knew going into my master's degree that it was gonna become my life. So with it being an online course, I get finished with work and then I go straight into school. So it's kind of a bummer, but I mean, I knew that going into this and I, I accepted that. Did you, when, when you were going to work, what did you expect with your master's degree? If you were, cause you were going to be commuting at least what, 30 minutes a day, um, each way. Did you expect yep. it was going to be even more difficult if you were commuting into work rather now that you're working from home? Well, I was, I, you know, whenever I started, I didn't quite know. I mean, it was at the cusp of COVID and I didn't really know what to expect, but I was like, oh, you know, I'll figure this out. Like I've balanced everything. You and me used to do the the running. I would take my clothes to work with me and I would run immediately after work. Um, we had some brewery runs around the area and I loved that, right. but right. those shut down. And so I... I knew going into my master's, it would take a little bit of time to get used to the whole um, rhythm of that. I think it took about three classes. So that was about uh, six months before I got to a place where I was starting to understand the process and the way things work. But I mean, you already have your master's, so right. you actually were in class. I was the COVID class of 2020, the first COVID class. I know there's quite a few coming after me. But I was the first COVID class in May of 2020 who was the first, I, I guess we were the full first victims to be shoved online in classes that were not online whatsoever. And that had to be a very interesting time for all colleges, not just mine. We were lucky enough that our colleges are small or our call my college was small where the classes were like 20 people versus auditoriums. So it didn't affect that much, but at the time it was very stressful. So I, I, I'm very jealous that you got to start online and you're finishing online <laughs> because the transition for us was rocky. Now when noticing, so you're going to school now and you're still working full time. What have you noticed has changed over the past year? Has your health increased? How are you maintaining your health right now? Before we get into the tips of how to make time when you don't have time, how are, what have you noticed? What are problems have like came up, come up over the year or things that you're starting to worry about that are regular things? So I've always been a germaphobe. <laughs> I think you know that. So whenever COVID hit, I was like, I'm not leaving this house. And so yeah. I finally went to work and I picked up my two monitors and I, I set up a home office 
And the one thing I've noticed over the past year more than anything, and I know many other people are reading the same lines here, um, I sit a lot more. Um, I, I would sit obviously at the office, but they did encourage us to get up and take ergonomic breaks and go walk around the, the path outside. I don't quite feel encouraged to do that with being here at home. I just, you know, you kind of have all of your resources here, so you just don't even think about giving yourself a break. But I, I bought myself, not very long after we started going home, a really nice chair, like a nice office chair. And I'm so thankful because I spend probably like 95% of my day in this chair. That was the chair, real quick with your fun story. It went on sale two days after she bought it. But she got the, she got the she got the difference. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She got the difference uh -huh. between the sale. Yeah. It was like two hundred to a hundred. It was a significant sale. Mm. So <laughs> Hey man, but if there's a sale I'm snagging it. Right. <laughs> no, it definitely so when so this is this is a problem a lot of people have experienced during the pandemic. When you have an office that's right next to your kitchen, next to your couch. Is there any reason that you shouldn't be sitting, standing, or, you know, sitting, shouldn't not be sitting all day long? Yeah, exactly. So everybody at this point in time had this same problem of, I'm just gonna sit and eat my quarantine snacks because two weeks, slow spread, I'll be back to work. Two weeks, one year later, I'm still eating quarantine snacks. I'm still not really going outside, and I'm still not standing up throughout the day. Now, one thing we were talking about earlier, standing desks have become extremely, extremely popular. Did you ever find yourself wanting to jump into a standing desk, Cynthia? So, you know, actually, you and I talked about this before, and yeah. you were like, standing is so much better for you if you even intermittently stand. And I, I haven't – I actually thought about it recently – investing in a stand-up desk so I kind of improvised I had some books and stuff and I like at one point stacked them and then put my laptop on top of them but it is a lot harder to do my job without double screens so it's not I I think I could stand from where I'm at but I would have to lean over a little bit but it right I I remember at one point too you told me to put on a timer and that really did yes. it made a huge difference yes. I wasn't as stiff at the end of the day now how long did that last Oh, not as long as I'd like. I'm not as regimented. <laughs> right? It lasted two days, and it was awesome. It was an awesome idea think, that lasted two, eight, two I days. I think it was like, like a, a week puppy. or two. Right. But I, I, I didn't keep up with it, so shame on me. <laughs> now, right after we come at, um, back from the break, we are going to go over a few ideas, you know, people in their standing desks or even setting the timer. But what I really want to just highlight before we – like before we dive into the break to come back to really discuss all that in full, how do you feel currently about your state of health from working at home versus in the office? And how do you want to, I guess, increase it going forward? So initially I was like, I hate working from home. This is like such right. a difference. I had a place for everything. It was nice to be able to go call on people by literally walking over to their desk. But now that I have a place for everything here, my home office. And now that I'm used to this, I, I think it would be a really difficult challenge to go back into the office, like on a regular basis. I know that a lot of right. companies have, have toyed with this idea of hoteling where you go into the office a few times a week as opposed to every single day. But 
I don't know. I kind of prefer it now this way. Not commuting is wonderful. It saves time. Um, you're not waking up super early to get ready. You just have more time for yourself. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. So after the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about how we're going to make the home office enjoyable and find that time when you have no time. listening to space coast podcast home of the greatest podcasts on the space coast if you're interested in becoming a sponsor or having your own show email us at space coast podcast at hotmail.com space coast podcast talk hard All right, we're back from break, Cynthia. So now that we're back, I really want to dive in because we were getting into it quickly right before break. I want to dive into just some of the things that you've been doing to find time when you have no time. Because I know you and I have had a lot of discussions about, you know, you have no time. You didn't, you just kind of pushed off running, which is fine because you and I used to run together, but things happen. And it, it's hard to find time. And then, of course, on top of just sitting all day, you now have no time and no motivation. So I want to get into some things you specifically have decided to do when you have no time to keep yourself motivated and going. Because you are still extremely healthy, so there's got to be something you're doing. Well, thank you. I, I hope so. <laughs> That's the goal. Um, no, I mean, I think... With a very full lifestyle between a full-time work and uh, getting my master's degree, I just feel like at the end of the day, sometimes I just don't have very much time for myself. And and we talked right before break about, it took about six months of being in these classes for me to develop a rhythm and an understanding of what I need to do in order to succeed in those and then just balance that with work. And as that came on, I just realized, you know, if it weren't for COVID, I would probably be way more involved in your classes. I would probably yeah. be going to the gym, find a gym that I want to be a part of. And I just had all these, I wish, I wish moments. Like I wish this wasn't the way it was because then I'd be able to do this or that because right. now I have more time. I'm not commuting as much so I could do this or that. But I realized I can't keep making excuses for things that currently aren't available. And I just have to work with what I have. So what is it that you have? What did you start doing to realize that you can't make those excuses anymore? Because there's a lot of people who are not going to the gym. I mean, before COVID, gyms were kind of gross. So I can only imagine <laughs> how, how people that 
are exactly like you, and that's not a bad thing, who are germaphobes who don't want to touch anything. I w used to be like that about planes. I used to hold my hands up, go home, take a shower, jump in the jump in the shower as quick as I can, throw my clothes in the washing machine. I mean, I wore raggedy old clothes so I didn't ruin them with germs. I, that's how I used to be. So how are you doing this now without going to the gym, without, you know, having to have that common, you know, germ, germ place? What are you doing to keep healthy? What are the small things all the way to the large exercise? What, what are you doing? So time management is key. Um, just being aware of, of things and not letting deadlines slip for me. And it, that's classes, just not letting my class get away from me. And then whenever I balance my time a little bit better, some days I find, hey, you know, I have a, an hour here. I can squeeze in a run. So I'll, I'll go there stretch you know. out outside. I'll go running. And then lately I've also found you can crave things right? And um, I'll crave the bad stuff. But if you eat well, you won't be hungry. It may not fill that craving, but it'll take it away. So like, I'll want some spicy chips. And instead, I go give myself some apple and peanut butter. And that ends up filling that same hole. But it's a lot better than chips. <laughs> Absolutely. So I want to touch on that key point there. How do you keep the food in the house? Do you are you the one that shops in the house? Or does somebody else shop? Typically, it has been me, but okay. um, it'll be some other of my family members, too. It just all depends on who goes where. <laughs> right, because it's easy for you to keep the food in the house, right? The stuff that's good for you. But if somebody else is shopping and there's someone, ah, I'd rather have chips than buy the apples. It makes it more difficult. And I think that's another problem a lot of people are running into. They're not doing the shopping in the house, which I kind of don't blame them. I don't like shopping myself. But when you don't have that control, it's hard to make better decisions, especially when they don't have that control either. And it's not it's not their fault. They might not that might not be on their goal list, but they don't have that control. They don't have that I guess that question in their mind to even think about. So how do you get past that? Do you keep, do you make sure you have healthy food on hand at all times? Or are there times where your willpower is minuscule and you have to figure out what to do differently? Ooh, it's like a good mix of those. So sometimes I don't have any willpower and I, right. I go straight for the chips or, uh, you know, BOGO Oreos is going on and I'm like, ah, oh, gotta get the Oreos. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I think, I'm not opposed to veggies or fruits, and for the most part, I do pick those up. I like spinach. I always grab that whenever I'm at the grocery, but I just forget to eat that stuff, which sounds really stupid, but I do have a blender, and you know, if you throw all the stuff in there, it's just so much easier to eat healthy if right. it's all in one little drink. Now, are you somebody that blends smoothies, like, or do you put the spinach in the smoothie? Are you a spinach smoothie eater? I am a spinach smoothie are eater. Are you? I am. <laughs> I didn't know that. No. What? Okay. Best smoothie recipe. Go. I don't or know. Spinach. You know, I just usually kind of throw things together. Like I put a pineapple in recently with a whole bunch of spinach. Um, I think I had some acai juice. Threw that in. Threw okay. some ice in. It actually came out pretty wow. good. Wow. That's a hidden talent of yours. Is cooking something <laughs> up that nobody else thought of making. So <laughs> I want I want to bring up a point that was brought up here treadmill desks if you are working from home is this something that you think you'd ever consider oh my gosh that's kind of cool um 
But wait a second, are you sitting or are you standing? So, yeah, you're walking. So you're walking on a treadmill and there's a desk out in front of you. There's also ones that have bikes. They're bikes and you're spinning your legs. You're sitting on like a spin bike and it has a desk in front of it. What do you think of that? So I'm actually really clumsy. <laughs> and so I feel like if I had the treadmill one, I'd be going along and then start looking to the right of my desktop and start walking to the right. But I mean, I would still give it a try. I think that for me, the bike one probably would be a lot easier. It'd also be right. kind of cool if, if that powered some energy and you could put that back in your laptop. <laughs> yeah, if you, yeah, there are ones where if you stop walking, your laptops not being charged. What? Yeah. So it's a little bit so of hidden motivation. Yes, it's a perfect incentive. This is fantastic. The, the great picture. I'm not sure. Can we see? Yep. There you go. Picture <laughs> right there. Literally, best thing. If you're even if you're you know no matter what what job you have, you can have four monitors up and just be walking, walking down the street, just like that new but concept of walking meetings. So, yeah, have you heard of that? A lot of people will instead of oh, there we go. Here's another picture. <laughs> Isn't that perfect? It's perfect. I, I just find yeah. it hilarious though, because then it looks like you're literally the cog in the wheel. Like everybody theoretically <laughs> says you're just another cog in the wheel. You are the hamster. You yep. are now the hamster. Yep. There it goes. There's more. That's the bike. There's the bike. But that's a stand-up desk, isn't that? That's a stand-up desk with like a bike. Yeah. See, it's super. You can even make it yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'd try that. Now going back, so I'm not sure what your work is talking about, but I've heard quite a few different places talking about going back to work in June and July. I'm not Ooh. sure what your what your work is. I don't know they what rumors fly around. They haven't given a, a date, date for us, yep. so I don't actually know. How um, do and, you... And they, they talk about it, but they've never really gotten on the specifics of it. But I think that's, like, very... You know, we all have all gotten to these places where, like, COVID's going to be gone by 2021. And we're, like, three months in. It's still here. And everybody keeps toying with the idea that it's going to go away. And vaccines right. here. It's going to be fine. Right. But it's just, like, I don't know. When does this all end, really? <laughs> I don't know. Well, in a perfect world, if you were to go back soon, what do you think – how do you think that's going to impact your schedule and your time? And oh, how you work out and how you stay healthy? So I usually am an early morning riser, but I've been grateful because for the last year <laughs> I've been rising just a little less early and I've enjoyed that. But yeah, I'll, I'll have to start waking up at like 5, 5.30 again to get ready for my day and be right. worked by at least 7 or 7.30. So do you that think, will be an adjustment. Do you think it's going to be a negative or positive impact getting out? Do you think you're going to be maybe more active now getting out of the house or do you think it's just going to be – your time is just going to disintegrate faster than it already has. And you're just not going to have any more time because I mean, you're still going to be, gonna be more exhausted. Right. Right. So do you trying to trying to think, so what, what do you think you'd have to change in order to stay healthy? So, I mean, obviously I'm not commuting like I was. I'm not waking up early so I can prepare right. myself for the day, get my lunch ready, get my breakfast going and all of that. And so if I did have to go start going back into work, those are things that I would have to be a lot more focused on. And then getting done, you know, you have to commute back home and then get my, my school hat on and put that on and, and get focused on that. I think it would just be harder to transition over to wanting to work out 
because I'm probably going to be pretty burnt out by the end of the day where I just, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to work out. So what tip would you give yourself ahead of time? Who be forgiving because you know, whenever this all started, you know, you want things to change immediately, but sometimes it, it takes a little bit of a pattern change to get used to things. Big time. Absolutely. I mean, COVID was a huge pattern changer for all of us. Our <laughs> our cute little daily routine that we've had for 10 years all of a sudden was just uprooted and thrown out the window in the course of a week, that full moon week last year, you know, one year ago tr- today. It's so trite, <laughs> but you don't know what you have till it's gone. It's and very th- true. There was so much we were thankful for in like 2019, you know? <laughs> it's and I mean, there's still things that gone in 2021 that are, are, uh, are sadly what we wish we had or what we missed in 2020. So now that we're getting down close to the end of time, let's go through the speed round. I've got four fun questions for you. Explain them the best you can and just, you know, be yourself with them. Not what, not what any of us want to hear. First one, <laughs> if you could travel anywhere without COVID, where would you go? Ooh, you know what? A lot of my friends have gone to Hawaii, and I know it's like non-continental yeah. U.S. I want to go. I think that that seems like fun. Hey, they have, um, I guess, direct flights out of Orlando. So there you go. Ooh. Coming up. All right. So you and I have done races and runs together. What was your favorite race and why? I think I know this. Oh, I think man. I know this answer. You know this answer. I know this answer, but they so- don't know this answer. <laughs> So I love space. Anything to do with space, I think, is really cool. And you and I did the, uh, oh, no, gateway to space. Yes. And that was actually really at the cusp of COVID because I think that was March last year. It was March but, 1st. Uh, we did the, uh, it was a 10K, so it ran the whole length of the shuttle runway up at Case, so uh, cool. Kennedy Space Center. So that was really cool. I loved that one. And then, third question, best book you've read? Why? Oh man, I'm reading so many textbooks lately. They're burning me out. Um, I don't know if I have a best one at the moment. Um, Chris Kyle. Oh shoot, which one did he have? Oh, that's a really good one. It was one of the best American books I've Sniper? read. American yes, Sniper. Yes, I love that one. Oh, that's a really good movie too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a really good movie. I definitely recommend that to everybody. Now this last one, completely random, off the cuff. Um. For toilet paper, because, you know, a year ago we had a problem with it. Are you a folder or are you a, a water? Oh, I'm a water. It's like a little bird's nest. <laughs> Gross. Absolutely. Nope. Who has time to fold toilet paper? Well, thank you. <laughs> Some people in this room. Well, thank you so much, Cynthia, for coming on the show today. I greatly appreciate it. You had some awesome, like, wonderful insight on the world of a crazy, busy person that is still fighting through this pandemic. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. I wish you the very, very best. And if anybody else wants to find more podcasts, just like today, or even come on the show because we had some visual treadmill desk standing, please run over to at the Runpreneur on Instagram, Facebook, I guess I'm kind of on Twitter and on YouTube. You'll find me at The Runpreneur. So type in at The Runpreneur and you will find me there. And also head over to therunpreneur.com. You'll find classes, coaching, and a bunch of other content that's going to help you run your life 
so life doesn't run you. Until next time, you guys, see you later. Bye.